This is the magic of compassion. I'm Little Wu, and today's topic or question is how to choose my career or vocation. I'm drawn to several paths, and fear and desire obscure my clarity at times. Uh, so this is a very big question, of course, that um, most of us have had to address at one time or another, or many of us have to redress it over and over again in our lifetimes because we're in a world in which you might change your career or vocation many times. So we might all be asking this question a year or two from now. Well, I'm going to, you know, obviously it's a big topic, so I'm going to give you at least six different ways to think about it. Uh, so just a way to start you on a very practical path of approaching this very big topic. Uh, the first one is do some real experiments uh, to help you overcome that fear because uh, a lot of fear comes from uncertainty and the best way to deal with uncertainty is to start taking some action. And so when I say real experiments, those are things that are not just thinking or planning or research, but actually going out in the world and testing your idea out. Uh, so if you have a career idea, then start to figure out a, a little test, a little experiment. These real experiments uh, allow you to see what is possible uh, because thinking, analyzing, and um, theorizing are, are, are helpful in some way, but at some point, action has to trump the analysis. And action is what's going to show you what's real, what's possible, and what you like and what you don't like. Because we often have ideas of what we like and what we don't like, and they're not actually real. I love this quote by author Barbara Shear. She says, even action in the wrong direction is informative. That's so true. If you find out that this is not quite what you like, that's really helpful because a lot of choice making or decision making is about eliminating options. The second tip that I can give you is to um, let your experiments bring you actual income. Even if it's just a little bit of income, it's a way of telling the universe and telling yourself that you're very serious, that you're actually doing these experiments because you want to understand how it can be part of your livelihood so that, that you're allowing this project or this experiment to nurture you. Uh, it's a way of getting accustomed to receiving for this type of work. The third tip is to not even call it a career or vocation because that um, might be daunting to some people when they have this big word career or livelihood or vocation uh, or life path. Sometimes that can be really daunting. So instead of calling it career vocation, call it a project uh, or experiment, like I said earlier. Um, there's all different ways to approach it. So you might come up with your own word, but I, I love calling things projects because that allows me to have fun with it and it feels finite. So if you don't like it, then you can take what you learn from it and apply that wisdom to something else, your next project. And if you did like it, then you can keep building upon it and do more projects like that and maybe expand them. So projects, experiments instead of career or vocation. Uh, fourth tip is to think about, uh, well, what do you like to geek out uh, on for hours and hours that you would just love to study more of, to learn more of, to, um, to talk to an expert about that you could geek out together with? What's something like that in your life? And then use that to begin your experiments. Uh, fifth tip is if you have too many interests, then you know you can pick maybe two of them and try a fusion experiment. And instead of just going, well, I can't pick one, well, then maybe you can pick two and, 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 and interfuse them, interconnect them, and find a way to honor both interests. But, you know, and as you get, 
you know, more adept at it, you can start adding different layers of interest. At some point you might find, wow, I've created a lifestyle and career that involves all the things I love. And it is possible. I want to affirm that it is possible. The sixth tip that I can give you today is to know yourself through these experiments and projects. Um, and then to honor yourself. So know yourself and then honor yourself. So knowing yourself comes from those observations that you've made through all those experiments. Like I said earlier, what did you like? What did you learn? What did you not like? And then you bring that with you every time you do an experiment so that you're really coming to know yourself. And there are very specific things that you need to know, like what are your ideal sleep hours, sleep patterns? How do you like to um, you know, work best? Do you like to work which time of day? How many hours a day do you like to work where you're really productive? Uh, what kind of freedom do you need with your work? What kind of choices do you need to be able to make around your work? What are your passions, your talents, um, your ethics, and your aesthetics? What, what's beautiful to you? That's also something to consider when you're picking uh, project to work on. Uh, the other thing is what type of people do you like to be around? Who are your favorite tribes? Uh, people that you love to serve and, 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 and help? Those are things that you need to know by doing these projects and experiments. So know yourself and then honor those things. Don't feel like you're asking for the moon or too much if you decide that you want to have all these things. It's possible, but begin with a few at first and then keep building. I'm going to share a quick little story about how I kind of journeyed through. I'm going to go through it super high speed. My very first job was being self-employed, uh, teaching piano for five years. I was 14 years old and I got a taste of what it was like to be self-employed, to be a teacher. I took away all the things I loved about it. I loved flexibility. I loved the freedom of choice. I loved being able to choose my own hours and I loved being able to choose which students I wanted to work with. I loved cultivating their joy of music, um, but what I didn't like was having to follow that particular curriculum that I was part of, and I didn't feel like creating my own repertoire of teaching around piano. That wasn't what my passion was. So I was like, okay, I, I get that I like certain aspects of being a self-employed teacher. So I just kind of took that, put it in my vault, and then I just carried on with my next experiments. So I did all these experiments, so many, and I'll, I'll skip over most of them for now. And then I got into a time when I was doing uh, teaching voice lessons and then focusing on healing. And I got into sound healing. I got certified as a sound healer. And so I started doing individual sessions around sound healing. And then I thought, oh, it doesn't feel quite right. So I started doing group sessions with sound healing. And that still didn't feel right. And then I was like, oh, then I was moving to dance and more movement. And I was like, that was really fun, but it didn't feel right either. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to try some performance art, did burlesque. And then... You know, everything, I always took what I loved about it and what wasn't quite right, I, I took it to heart so that I got to understand myself. And then finally, when I launched an experiment called Burlesque Yoga, it was a fusion of several of my interests. It was a fusion of my interest in the healing arts and the performing arts and the teaching arts. And I love the personal transformation side of things around that. And I knew that I wanted to continue with that. And so I launched... Um, I mapped out all the different courses that I would love to teach on personal transformation. I actually still have that. It's like this list of maybe 12 to 14 courses. And then over the next eight years, I actually created each of those courses, but I started with one course. This is a, a journey of experiments and projects. And if I had gone into each one saying, this is my career, it would have overwhelmed me. I would have been 
a feeling like, no, this isn't right. And I might have shut down some of the opportunities that came and some of the epiphanies that came from the experiments. So that's part of my story. And I invite you to really have fun with your experiments to know yourself. Just kind of think of them as experiments to get to know what you love, what you enjoy, how you want to live. It's a very big part of livelihood is your life. How do you want your life to be? And how do you want to serve? Who do you love to serve? And what are the gifts that you get joy in using in your service? All of those who are in a process of maybe transitioning from one career to another, I hope you will enjoy this broadcast. Thank you so much for joining me. If you're curious about my one-on-one sessions, workshops, or online classes, visit littlewood.org. Lots of love.